You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. And unfortunately, the playoff run comes to an end with the defeat at the hands of the Cincinnati Bengals this past weekend. Like many of you had a little time to kind of digest things, and honestly for me, time to, to move forward and start looking to the uh, to the postseason. Uh, I was traveling on, on Monday, so most of the, the time was spent kind of digesting a lot of things with different podcasts. Listen to Howard and Jeremy, listen to uh, Chopin the Bulldog, uh, you know, Joe Miller in the Overreaction Sports Podcast, of course, Joe Marino in the work that he does, Joe Biscaglia and Matthew Fairburn on the Buffalo Beat, the Shout Podcast. I mean, honestly, I, I had all this time that I was that I was traveling, right? So you just kind of spend that time almost consuming as much as you possibly can in that window of just getting over it. And it's interesting because I think in many ways I'm I'm over it. I'm recording this on early on Tuesday morning, right? So it hasn't even been 48 hours since the game got done. And it's just like, okay, it's time to move forward, right? That's what you do. And it's certainly different. You have higher aspirations. Everybody processes these losses differently. Some fans take it really hard. Others can turn the page pretty quickly. And I think you never know exactly how you're going to feel until you're there. I mean, in years past, right, you knew the team was eliminated from playoff contention, so you could start doing those mock drafts and looking at free agency and seeing where things are going. Now, all of a sudden, it happens pretty abruptly. And like I said, you don't know how people will react. You get some overreacting, some a little bit more chill. Everybody takes a little bit of time, but I think when you stop and reflect at everything the team had accomplished this season, everything they've gone through, while certainly disappointing, um, you can feel good about the Buffalo Bills franchise. I can feel good about the Buffalo Bills franchise. I know, again, some others taking a little more time to process. That's fine. I think there's plenty of things that need to be figured out. I'm not just saying status quo, move forward with what you have. But I think those things will, as I said, in in time, some of those those changes may take place and we'll see see what happens. So, and honestly, with today's podcast... When I talk about moving forward, I, I'm literally moving forward and starting to take a look at who are the Buffalo Bills free agents on the roster this year, right? So when the league year comes up, who are those players that the Bills have a decision if they are going to re-sign or if they are going to be looking to go elsewhere? And there's a lot of names on the list, you guys. I think in many ways we've talked in the past, plenty of conversation around Jordan Poyer. Devin Singletary, Tremaine Edmonds, kind of of those big three that have stood out. When you talk about like 23, 24 players on the roster, 
There's a lot of changes that can be made and still plenty of questions for the Bills and what will be taking place with the salary cap, what they will have available to them if they decide to rework any contracts or if they really go with like, listen, we've done some of that tinkering. Let's keep this where it is, where free agency might be a a very uh, quiet period for the team this year and many more of those call them like veteran minimum type of contracts that have a minimal impact on your salary cap. Uh, Like I said, I'm recording this very early on Tuesday morning. So uh, Brandon Bean is going to be speaking to the media later today. So I'm sure there will be different nuggets. And again, go to buffalorumblings.com for all that information to kind of follow up there. Now, before I get into this list, let me remind you, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings brought to you by our friends at homage.com. The softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game, all the details in the show notes. And it's not just Buffalo Bills gear, right? If you're a fan of Major League Baseball or the NBA, pop culture, professional wrestling, they got plenty of different styles. I encourage you to check it out, like I said, in the show notes. And thank you to them for sponsoring the show this season. Now, as we start to take a look at this list, again, there's going to be some names that you'll just be like, okay, fine, no big deal and others that there's going to be a larger conversation as we get further into the offseason. So I'm going to work from the bottom up. And when I say the bottom up, that's because this number is basically the lowest cap hit that they had during the 2022 season, right? So it's no indication on who the person is as a player or what their perceived value could be, what that might look like. I just want to go through this list not a major evaluation on every free agent today. Again, need to get a better idea of what things are going to look like from the salary cap moving forward. We've got time to do that, but I think at least for myself, it was helpful to look at this list and see what was taking place and where things would move forward. So first up, Tommy Sweeney, the tight end, his rookie contract coming up for the Bills, unrestricted free agent. Uh, again, one of those guys that has been great in the locker room. We'll certainly see what happens with him moving forward. Jaquan Johnson, also his rookie contract coming up, 27 years old. Uh, An interesting one, right? I think with some of the injuries at safety this year, some thought maybe there would have been an opportunity for him to step up more. Did not really work out that way, but a valuable contributor on special teams. Cam Lewis falls into that same category, has some flexibility, whether playing at cornerback or at safety. Still just 25 years old, and he will be a restricted free agent, as will Dane Jackson. 26 years old, plenty of valuable starting experience for the Bills this year. His future in Buffalo, I think, remains to be seen what will happen there. Uh, Certainly, you know, some ups and some downs for Jackson this season. But again, valuable depth at the cornerback position and show that he could deliver, uh, especially in the absence of Tredavious White over these last two seasons. Tyrell Dodson, the linebacker, again, big contributor on special teams, still only 24 years old. I didn't realize he was that young, but Dodson will also be a restricted free agent along with Jackson and Lewis. One of the bigger names on the list is running back Devin Singletary, still just 25 years old. His rookie contract coming up. But uh, again, we haven't really seen this regime extend a running back in their time at Buffalo Is Singletary going to be done with the Bills? One of the top storylines heading into this offseason. A guy that is not on the list, and I'm going to throw him in there just because uh, Spotrac probably just hadn't updated things yet based on the contract 
is wide receiver Cole Beasley, who, you know, first joined the practice squad in Buffalo, then elevated to the 53-man roster. Sounds like he is interested in continuing to play in Buffalo, what that will look like, but he is a free agent and another decision that the Bills will have to make. Outside linebacker A.J. Klein, similar type of situation to what took place with Beasley, right? Wrong side of 30, but, you know, 31 years old, valuable on special teams, joined through the, uh, was on the practice squad in Chicago, then comes over to Buffalo on the active roster for the second half of the season. A.J. Klein, familiar with the system for Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier. Bobby Hart, the guard, 28 years old. Um, call him a guard, call him a tackle, call him a tight end. Uh, as I mentioned, you guys, I was listening to Howard and Jeremy on WGR, and they were uh, talking with Sneaky Joe, and uh, the 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 gasps that came when it realized that Bobby Hart played almost 100 snaps as an eligible tight end this past season. Um, it, it just if you go back and listen to it, it's 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 worth it, and it just gave me a good good laugh. Dean Marlowe, who the Bills traded for, had to start these last couple of games after the injury to DeMar Hamlin, who, of course, was filling in for Micah Hyde. The Bills traded a seventh-round pick for him. Marlowe, still just 30 years old, certainly capable from a depth standpoint at safety. We'll be interested to see what happens with him. Jake Kumro, almost 31 years old. He is a free agent, doesn't give you much on offense, big special teams contributor. On the injured reserve for most of the season, what will his future be like with the Bills? Something to keep an eye on. Shaq Lawson, 28 years old, definitely flashed a defensive end, um, really proving after Von Miller went out to be that valuable second option behind Gregory Rousseau, almost getting more snaps than A.J. Epinesa and Boogie Basham. Shaq Lawson, a leader on the team. Will he be back in Buffalo? Certainly worth monitoring. Ike Bodker, coming back from injury this year, not active too much, 28 years old, as he recovers from the surgery and injury that he had during the 2021 season. That is one that I will keep an eye on because I think when we talk about offensive line depth, that is something the team will need to address. Greg Van Roten, almost 33 years old, he will also be an unrestricted free agent, as is the Bills punter Sam Martin. Martin, you know, coming in after the complete debacle with everything around Matt Ariza after he was drafted and the allegations against him this offseason. Martin came in, did a great job as a punter for the Bills. I imagine that might be someone that they see as a priority to bring back, but we will wait and see. Taiwan Jones, um, he's listed as a running back, but really just a special teams ace. 34 years old, a free agent, leader in the clubhouse for the Bills. We'll see if he is back for his year 35 season. David Questenberry, another one of those offensive linemen, really ended up being a swing tackle this year, 32 years old, um, was on a relatively cap-friendly deal last year in Buffalo, just a one-year deal. Does he come back or does he look to go somewhere else that there might be an option for more playing time? That remains to be seen. What could have been a lot of conversation around Jamison Crowder these last few weeks as he was coming back from his injury, uh, did not get a, end up activated to the 53-man roster. But I think a lot of conversation around that slot receiver position, Isaiah McKenzie, of course, Cole Beasley, who we talked about earlier, Jamison Crowder, will he look to come back in Buffalo? Sounded like on locker room cleanout day that he was open to the idea, but we will see what happens there. 
as we move up the list, as I said before, probably the biggest question mark of all, Tremaine Edmonds, still 24 years old, coming up on his rookie contract from the 2018 draft. Um, will the Bills be able to re-sign him? What kind of dollar value will he command? According to Track? they are just looking at an average of $11 million per year. Seems kind of low to me after the contract that Roquan Smith signed. But this will be uh, probably the biggest storyline in Buffalo this offseason to see what the team does with Tremaine Edmonds. Hasn't been a lot of noise or conversation around his contract. We will wait and see. And of course, all of Bill's Mafia will be following that story. Tyler Matakevich, his contract coming up. Again, special teams ace doesn't do much for you um, outside of that. Had a $3.6 million salary this year. You wonder, is his time in Buffalo up? Um, next on the list, Jordan Phillips. Um, torn rotator cuff, right? Kind of playing through it, gutting through things. Love what he can bring on the field when he is healthy, but has struggled to stay on the field this season. He is now 30 years old. Finds himself as a free agent. Uh, and again, uh, could be a valuable depth team here in Buffalo or somewhere else. Certainly remains to be seen. Case Keenum, just about 35 years old. His, uh, you know, the Bills traded for him last offseason to be that backup to Josh Allen. Certainly a, a valuable leader in the locker room on the sideline. Will Keenum continue in Buffalo? Will he look to sign somewhere else? Are they interested in bringing him back? Who will be that backup quarterback in Buffalo remains to be seen. Roger Saffold, starting guard, left guard for the Bills. Really an area that uh, many fans have been clamoring and thinking that that is an area where the team can upgrade. Saffold sounds like he wants to continue playing, that he'd be interested in playing in Buffalo and take a salary that fits. I don't know if the team sees him as a starter at this point, but uh, Saffold could be back in Buffalo, and we will see there. Finally, last one on the list, Jordan Poyer. Um, all of Bill's Mafia loves Jordan Poyer, right? Kind of gutting things through, playing through injuries all season. Uh, you know, it was tough for his his season to finish the way it did and potentially his career in Buffalo. Um, you don't want to just react to things in the moment and think like, is this the way he went out? I don't think Poyer will be back, this or that. I don't know where things are with his health. I don't know where he looks at things as far as how long he wants to continue playing based on the injuries that he has been through and where things will go. Um, if he ends up leaving Buffalo, I would not be surprised if he looks at things and says, I want to finish in Buffalo and take some sort of team-friendly deal, even like maybe a one-year deal to, to come back and continue his career. He is almost 32 years old, and as these injuries pile up, it's way too early to tell. It's way too early to speculate. But in addition to the uh, conversation around Tremaine Edmonds, right, that will be the top storyline this season. Poyer will be storyline number two. So that is it. And that is a big list and plenty of names to keep an eye on when it comes to free agency over the coming weeks. We will start to look at things as it relates to other free agents around the league that could be an option for Buffalo. Of course, you've got the Senior Bowl coming up this weekend, plenty of draft talk, the Combine. Like, We will still have shows for you each and every day here at buffalorumblings.com because there's plenty to talk about in the offseason, even if that is the last thing we want to be talking about right now. So I'm going to get out of here now. Um, like I said, no paying homage segment this week. I do appreciate everyone at homage.com 
for their support of the show. And you can get the details in the show notes. Thank you guys for tuning in all season. Stick with us throughout this offseason. Like I said, it's not what we want, but we'll stick through this together. Onward and upward as Bills fans, we kind of get used to that over the years. So thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to get out of here for now. And as always, go Bills.